0: welcome back to comfort talks tuesdays i'm so excited to be here on this fine tuesday morning today we are getting into the word of god we are starting a conversation i hope y'all are ready i want you to grab your coffee grab your tea if you're driving please be safe and we'll be right back stay tuned Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays. I'm so excited to be here with you on this fine Tuesday morning. So, as you guys can hear, my voice is back. There was like a period of time for like the last few months. My voice was so raspy because I don't know. Every time I just got on here and just, I was just like, my voice is just gone so i'm so excited that my voice is back and we are back with another podcast today we are doing the waiting game the waiting game the game of waiting with the lord and i say it's a game sometimes because sometimes it's like the hardest things the hardest thing to do i believe that god's promises are great god's promises are sure god's promises whenever he promises anything his word does not return void but the waiting period is really where the test is. We all love the promise. We all loved. Uh, we all love what God has for us. But within that waiting is where the real growth actually happens. The real uh, maturity and real developing development happens within your waiting season. So in your singleness right now, we are single and waiting. We're single and getting productive. We're single and searching around and looking for, you know, using our discernment in the season. But within the waiting game, within the waiting, the waiting period is where the true transformation happens. That is where you s- find yourself In Christ that is where you find God within every situation that you're entering within this season it's where everything literally starts opening up to you I want to talk about a person in the Bible not just a person the father of fathers you know that's God but our other father Abraham I want to talk about him because he did the waiting game and before i do that i want to start off with psalm 90 and we're going to do some 90 verse hold up y'all my phone is just going crazy but psalm 90 verse 3 psalm 93 okay You bring people into this world and you change them into dust again. To you, a thousand years is like yesterday, like a few hours in the night. I want you to remember this because in our eyes, especially when we have our own timing set, you know, in your life, and I don't know about you, but ever since you're a child, you're just like, this is when I'm going to have a baby. This is when I'm going to get married. This is when I'm going to get this job. This is when I'm going to get a car. We all have timelines for our life. But we forget that once we have a timeline for our life, we start thinking that God has to be on that same timeline. But we we've, we've fail to forget that God's timeline is God's timeline. God's time is his time. We can't understand God's time because he is the author of time. So when we have our own agenda, God is like, just wait for me. But sometimes within that waiting, we're just like, God, this is taking forever. But in the eyes of God, it's it's literally like yesterday. It's it's a snap of a finger. But to us, because we're so um, set in our um, mindset of, you know, God, this is taking forever because we see the physical. So we're just like, God, this is taking forever. But God is like, no, just wait for me. I got you. He's going to he's going to deliver what needs to be delivered to you, the person that I'm gonna, you know, the our father that I'm going to talk about is none other than Father Abraham. If y'all know that song, Father Abraham had many sons, dun many sons. Have, you know that song, that Sunday school song. That's a great song. But we're going to talk about Father Abraham and, you know, what I really want to talk about. So the Lord bl- um gave Abraham a prophecy. He gave him. Uh, a set um, a set revelation to stand on especially us in the singleness someone has spoken over your life you've seen the promises of God you've seen God do th- these miracles for spouses and these miracles for other people so you've seen it you have the word of god here that his word never returns void so god has prophesied to you you've seen other people prophesy to you you've heard the promises of god so this is us in this situation the lord said to abraham go from your country your people and your father's household to the land i will show you i will make you into a great nation i will bless you I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and curse whoever curses you. And all the people on the earth will be blessed through you. So this is a this is an actual blessing that has been spoken over Abraham. This is something that is going to happen. It's not yet here, but in God's eyes, it's ha- it 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 has happened because He says, "I will make you." meaning it's not I'm gonna make you I will so God had already made Abraham into the father that he was going to be into a great nation he says I will bless you meaning that he's done it he will bless you it's not just I'm gonna bless you now it's set in stone that he will but within that time, God gives a lot of, you know, a lot of these promises to a lot of um, our prophets in the Bible and our, um those that were working for Jesus and those that were spreading the gospel. He started off with this um, base of just a promise for you to stand on. God always starts with a promise for you to stand on because within that waiting he wants you to stand on that promise and to make it a reminder within your heart within your mind within your soul within your spirit so that you are all constantly reminded that God will bless you God will give you what you you know you've been asking for for all these years but he gives you that promise so that you can stand on it and then he gives you that waiting game to wait with him that waiting game is where we run to him not away from him that waiting game is where we seek god through our struggles through our doubts you know when when god gives you this promise at some point you're just like god is this even gonna happen but he's saying stand on the word stand on the promise so i want you to see even abraham just wavering sometimes we're gonna go into genesis 15 and he says but Abraham said sovereign lord what can you give me since i am child i remain child childless and the one who will inherit my estate is eliezer eliezer of damascus and abraham said you have given me no child so a servant in my household will be my heir so at this point abraham is going through a lot of things that we go through when the promises of god is not looking as we want it to look like as the promise of god is not fitting into our timeline we start saying god like I still don't have a husband. God, I still don't have that job that you promised me. God, I still don't have this. I still don't have this. We forget to be grateful for what we already had and what the blessings of God is flowing upon us, but we start to look at what we're lacking. We start to look at, God, I don't have this. And it's normal because this is exactly what Abraham was going through. He says, God, I still remain childless. Now I think you know someone in my household is going to be my heir. And he's like, God, I thought you were the God that answers prayers. I thought you were the God that answers prayers. So he's going through a real emotion right now. He's going through a lot. And at some point, they decided to take matters into their own hands. Sometimes you want to rush the promises of God to happen within our time. That we start rushing what shouldn't be. At this time, like I always say this the right marriage at the wrong time is the wrong marriage. Why? Because when a right marriage is at the right time that God has set for you, God s- surrounds that time with the blessings and provisions that you need. That even when hard times come up, um, when hard times come up, God has set you for that time. So He's He's literally built you up and He's set perimeters that um will be around you guys, that you guys are going to be able to face this situation um, together. So when God gives you the right time, he sets his own provisions for you for that time. He sets a specific favor upon you at that time. But when we decide to deviate from that um, promise and that timing of God, we start to work in our own understanding, in our own strength. You see that you're working so hard to have something happen when it wasn't supposed to happen now. God in our waiting game with God, he's building maturity. He's building um, you up to see if you're emotionally, physically, mentally ready for another season. Sometimes we feel like we're ready for another season, but our character is not ready for another season. If God gives you a blessing right now, if a CEO gives you a job right now and you are not equipped for that job you are going to fail if you have no experience um such as you have no experience in that work field if you have not read the right books if you are not prepared for that um for that promotion you're gonna fail because it's not your time you have not prepared enough to get to that stage so within our waiting game we are in preparation We are maturing, we are spiritually developing, our spiritual discernment is quickening, our spiritual mind and ears are opened, it's a time of just not just waiting, but it's a time of waiting with the Lord and waiting in the Lord, not outside of the Lord. You're waiting in the Lord, meaning that you are sitting under the shadow of his wings, meaning that you are receptive to what God is saying to you, that you are listening to everything that God has for you. And when we decide to take matters into our own hands, that's why Hagar comes to play. Because then Sarah's like, you know what? I can't give a baby right now. God, you see my age. And she tells Abraham, since we're too old, I'm going to give you my servant Hagar. Go on to her and give birth and let her bear you a son, which she did, which she did. Ishmael, until this day, that decision that was made is still has its rep, repercussion um, till this day. It's still, you know, the issues with a lot of um, different places started with this, um, this mistake, not so much mistake, but this um, plan of man, this um, moving forward with our own plan and not waiting for God. I don't see it as a mistake because it was a mistake at that point, but God, you know, always changes those mistakes and he turns it into what it needs to be. um, And then Isaac came along, but at that time they took matters into their own hands And they decided to speed up the process. When you decide to speed up your process within the singleness, you may make the wrong choice. And that is going to have heavy, heavy, heavy consequences that you will not be happy about, that your offsprings will not be happy about. Because this decision that Sarah made, Abraham made, did not just hurt just them two. It hurt a generation that followed after. Thank God for the grace of Jesus Christ because, oh my gosh. So when you're in your singleness and you are in the waiting game, don't just think about yourself. It's not all about you. It's not just about you. This singleness and marriage, it it has so much weight. There's a generation that will come after you. So let's not just think about ourselves in this moment, but let us, you know, humble ourselves. Let us wait on the lord and wait in the lord listening to his commands listening to god the and being obedient to his word quickening our discernment and and the gifts that god has given to us using those gifts in the right manner getting into the word of god surrounding yourself serving surrounding yourself with community godly community having people pour into your, the right people pour into your life and just maturing in our faith within our singleness and not trying to push our own agenda, but waiting on God's time. I'm telling you, God's time is the best time. And when God promises something and you stand on his, like, I want you to see God's promise as a rock that you stand on, as a table, as a chair, You know, when you're sitting down, you trust that chair to hold you up. You don't look back at that chair and it's like, are you going to break? No, just trust the word of God. And if God says you're going to get married, you're going to get married. But I want you to trust the God that you serve and trust him as much as you trust that chair, that that chair is not going to let you fall. When we sit on it, we don't even think about it. Trust God and say, God, you have my life. God, you know the plans for me. Your plans are good. Stand on the promises that God has given us through his word. And if you've received a prophecy, I want you to pray upon that prophecy. Don't just let it sit there. You got to keep praying on it. Keep praying about it. But if God promises you something at his right time, it is going to happen and it's going to be the most rewarding thing because it's going to have the right favor for you. It's going to have an abundant amount of provision for you because you know the enemy will try to attack you in that right season. Even when you're in the right season, but God has that favor and that protection and that provision, that perimeter of provision around you. So you'll be good. So I want you to trust God's word and I want you to not waver. I I want you don't wear, don't be weary. Don't try to take things into your own hands because I'm telling you the repercussion, the consequences are going to be heavy and it's going to be too much for you to bear. So right now, God is saying, give it to him. Give your worries, give your doubts, give everything to him. And trust in the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. Just trust in the Lord. I love you. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And I will see you next week. We have a special, special guest next week. So I'm so excited. But yeah, have a good day, guys. Stay safe.